I solemnly swear that I'm up to no good. Are you Tony Stank? Don't get technical with me. She needs to sort out her priorities. That's no moon. I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first. Welcome to the A Plus Z Movie Review Podcast. I'm the A, that stands for Alex. And I'm the Z, that's Zach. And today, we are going to be talking about New York's hottest club. It's got everything. It's got mind control, copious amounts of sex, uh, castmates spitting on each other, uh, co-stars fighting with each other. Uh, (laughs) It's Don't Worry Darling. (laughs) Yikes. The movie that had more discussion about what went on around it than the actual movie itself, because, oh boy, we will get into this, this movie. Uh, Did you, honestly. Yeah, go for it. Did you have any interest in seeing this movie prior to the drama? I I did. I legitimately did. Me too. Like the trailer, the trailer was such a force of nature. It looked so, uh energetic and uh forward movement and just like kind of keeping you on your toes and i like a good thriller and this seemed like it was doing a whole lot uh olivia wilde i'm here for anything florence Pugh wants to do exactly as long as it has nothing to do with flower crowns Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was all in on florence Pugh. you know book smart take it or leave it for for olivia wilde's directorial debut but it was competent and it seemed like this was, I like Chris Pine. It just, it seemed like this movie had so much going for it. Uh, and then <laughs> like we saw this trailer so much, like it get to, it got to a point where even though I was really excited for it, I almost was like over the movie before it came out. Cause we saw the trailer so much. And then this thing took on a whole new life of its own. Um, it's the wily ways of Harry Styles. I swear. Yeah. He's just like, he is certainly in this movie. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay. So, oh my god, we. I think. Did you I, like that intro though? Yes, <laughs> I think it would be worth talking about the drama because, at a certain point, the drama did overshadow the movie. Mm-hmm. Like the the movie was, came out there was a trending topic for like 36 hours and like people straight up investigating as to whether or not harry styles spit on chris pine he didn't he did it to be perfectly clear but the, just the pandemonium there was the pandemonium over that there was the chris pine meme of him just like staring like disassociating I forgot about that he there was harry, harry styles this movie, movie feels like a movie oh, Lord. um oh, Lord. and then just again not to mention the Olivia Wilde, like somehow the Olivia Wilde Jason Sudeikis marriage split up has spiraled all the way into this thing. Yeah, well, because I you mean include it. Harry Styles in that mix, Florence Pugh is involved. There's a Shia LaBeouf uh, oh, yeah. portion of of the controversy. Like this movie had like one of the most crazed productions we have heard about in some time. And the fact that the movie also looked interesting from the outside, yeah, was like a, a plus. Like. There, normally the, the movie had fervor of, for a movie and then it had all the outside fervor. Normally this kind of stuff happens for a movie that's like total dog shit and they're oh, just sure. doing whatever they absolutely can to get any kind of attention to get butts in seats. That was not the problem here. People were already going to go. But I mean, the other thing that I want to just mention is that if you are a follower of Dumois on Instagram, Dumois. you will have already known that there was drama on this set while they were filming their mm-hmm. their florence Pugh and olivia wilde did not jive miss flow miss flow oh oh god so yeah well we definitely want to get into that uh, how how they didn't why they didn't it's all speculative yeah some people say like oh olivia wilde just went off to go romance with harry styles and really florence <laughs> Pugh was the one directing this movie which you know there's a case to be made for that yeah, certainly there's is, another especially thing, in the thir- first 30 minutes there's another aspect of it that says florence Pugh was pissed because she was the one that was supposed to be hooking up with harry styles offset and they did and then he moved on to olivia yeah. like i don't i don't know we will dive headfirst <laughs> into all that afterwards because on the surface we are a movie review podcast 
it. Yeah, so maybe we should talk about the movie itself before we get into the I drama. Know, I just love hot gossip. I'm so sorry. I know. We will we will dive in head first. Don't worry, uh, darling. Um, oh, boo. Sorry. It just it <laughs> comes up too easily. Um you know, in our catch-up podcast, I forgot all about our our format. We we got to give a little bit of review before we go into the spoiler territory. Um, although I guess the catch-up's a little different format than even this is. So we're doing on a, a we're only talking about Dorian Darling in this episode. Um, but like I said, let's let's rewind a little bit. Let's take a breather. And thank you for coming in. Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast, the Deep A Plus breath. D Movie Review Podcast. Uh, I don't care how you found us. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> uh, one of the ways you might have found us: social media. Our Instagram, which we plan to be much more active on. Alex, what's that Instagram handle? It's a.z underscore movie review. And you can also find us on Twitter, a underscore z underscore movie review. Um, and uh, you, we have a whole catalog of movies that we've reviewed over the past several months. Uh, you know, whatever you want. It, all the big releases, we've, we saw them. We got into a bit of a lull with work Several, yeah. with work and just the lack of big new releases coming out but we're back movies are back we're going to talk about them uh and really the, like when we were going through that dead period between bullet train and there was not a whole lot coming after it don't worry darling was the next big movie that was coming out and again we had all this extra fervor going into where did it debut uh venice yes the venice film festival um so again, this is sort of a psychological thriller uh, where Florence Pugh and she's married to Harry Styles. They live in this idyllic Palm Springs-esque uh, town in Called the desert. Victory. Victory. The men go off every day to work on the Victory Project and the women all stay home to keep up these perfect lives that they live. But ever so slowly, Florence Pugh starts to recognize that things aren't all what they seem. At the head of this is Chris Pine. He leads the Victory Project. And is he what he seems? Is anything what this seems? <laughs> you have to watch the movie or listen to the spoiler part of this podcast to find out. So, simply put, Alex, did you like this movie? I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I was expecting to... I was expecting a lot of things, but I was honestly expecting having to struggle through this or just accept that it would be fine, but I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought. I think I told you <laughs> as soon as this movie ended, what did I text you? Do you remember? No. Sorry, mom. Fuck this movie. <laughs> This movie thinks it's so goddamn smart. It thinks it's really doing something. And we will get into all the reasons that it is not. It's not a perfect movie. It's not, it think it yeah. It's yeah. some people try to label it as uh the white woman's nope. <laughs> or, or the white the white woman's Jordan Peele movie, which oh, that's funny. Sort of is. I think this movie has a lot of great ideas. It is. This could have been an incredible movie. And I don't know if it's because of all the outside stuff. I don't know if it's because Olivia Ryle doesn't know how to direct this kind of movie. I don't know if what else went into it, if it was the writing, whatever. But this movie has the weirdest pacing and it has the big reveal as good thriller should, but it just asks more questions and begets more and more and more questions. Not like a, oh my God, what's happening? It's like, wait a second, what is happening? <laughs> it's not It's not like a, I'm interested to find out more. It's, you didn't answer any of the questions you set up uh, with this movie. So A lot of it is also very unearned, I yes. feel too. Like, like the weird things that just start happening. Like, and there's, happening, there's, and happening, yeah. and happening, and happening. The one thing I noticed, well, I'll, I'll save it, never mind. It's it's not perfect. It's visually stunning. Cinema, cine, cinematically, cinematographer-wise, it's great. I it's think so pretty. That's what I kind of mean when this movie does have a whole lot going for it. Like there are plenty of ideas. The production design is fantastic in terms of like setting up this idyllic 1950s world. Uh, like we said, the cinematography is great. 
but the twist comes way too late and then it's unexplained unearned and just unfollowed up upon and it <laughs> stuff just sort of happens in the last 45 minutes of this movie that it just it, it threw me off so bad and again like i'm i was willing to go along with it like i was i was willing to sit with this movie more but then it just stopped and i literally the I, I, there was nobody, there was like five, four other people in my theater. I sat there, the screen ended, and I looked around and went, <laughs> wait, what? Yeah. And other people laughed too, because they're like, wait, that's not the end, is it? It just ends. And I said, fuck this movie. And as I think about it more, I'm getting more worked up about it. And wow. I remember that I didn't like this movie. I think it has great ideas. Do I, I don't, but is it enough to give it a sideways thumb? No, no, I think it's a thumbs down for me. I don't think it's something that even I can say, oh, you can find things to like in it. I just knowing how it ends. I don't think you should. I'd say down. Okay, so your rating is down and your blurb is. This movie thinks it's really smart and it's not. (laughs) I'm going to give it a very, very, very soft thumbs up. And say. It's. A try hard version of the Stepford Wives. Mm-hmm. I love Nicole Kidman's Stepford Wives. Mm-hmm. That that movie is just very enjoyable to me. And that's what I thought this was gonna be. Yep, Stepford Wives, and it Truman just, Show. That it sort just of vibe. like pivots this bizarre direction, yeah. and I. I think Florence Pugh did amazing considering the nonsense of it all. Yeah, that's another the that's bad another writing big part of it all. Pugh, whatever. Yeah. Florence Pugh was great. I think Olivia Wilde is good yeah, in the movie. I, do too. Uh-huh. I think Harry Styles is okay in the movie. I think Chris Pine is okay I think in the movie. We'll get into it in the spoiler part, but Harry Styles is here for one reason and one reason only. To that, bang Olivia Wilde off screen. That and to just make out. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> That's all, that is all this man does. Like, I, I, aside from other things. I think, yes. I think in the first 30 minutes, he had double the amount of make out scenes as to actual spoken lines of dialogue. It was dialogue. interesting. I was trying to figure out, like, whose fantasy is this supposed to be? Because obviously we're living in a pretend land. Whose fantasy is this supposed to be? Is this supposed to be Florence Pugh's character or not? That's, I couldn't. That's part of what the twist is. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll 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 get it. We're 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 towing the line here. So <laughs> we we've given you a review. If you want to know more, try to find it. Uh, I don't. It's on VOD as of uh, tomorrow. I think. Uh, yes. We're recording this on Monday, October twenty fourth. It'll be up on Tuesday, October twenty fifth. So. By the time that you listen to this, it'll be available for VOD. It is a Warner Brothers movie, so it should be on HBO Max at some point. But because of all the troubles at Warner, they have been playing fast and loose as to what is going to be on HBO Max and when. What Cartoon Network show will get taken down from HBO Max <laughs> to make room on the cloud for Don't Worry Darling? There, there had been in the previous year like a 45-day window where it would be theatrically and then show up on HBO Max. Once the Warner Brother merger happened with Discovery, that all got thrown out the window, and Elvis was the first movie that got delayed up to 70 days until it showed up on HBO Max. So who knows when this will show up there? It certainly has a lot of people clamoring for it. Um, so you can either wait to see it, and if you or you just want to know more, stay tuned for the spoiler discussion right now. Do you even know what the Victory Project actually is? Have you ever asked? Do you? I'm curious to hear where she's going with this. All right. Spoiler discussion for Don't Worry Darling. Where do you, do you want to start from the beginning or do we want to start at the twist? Start at the beginning. Okay. If we're, if something in this movie needs to be earned, so it's going to (laughs) be our review of our discussion of the twist. (laughs) Yeah. So the, as, as we mentioned in the, in the little bit at the beginning here, uh, Living in an idyllic uh, created town, you have Alice, Florence Pugh. We were we're not going to call them by the character names. They are no. There's no point names. in learning any of that, especially stuff. because again, with all the off-screen stuff, we just came to know their characters in this movie as 
They're real names. So Florence Pugh and Harry Styles are married. They're living in this idyllic company town of Victory, California. The men go off to work every day for Chris Pine's company, the Victory uh, Foundation. And then the women hang around to do 1950s women stuff. They have dinner and a cocktail waiting for their husbands when they walk in the door. 1950s dinner stuff. You know what I mean. Uh, And, you know, they kiss their husbands on the way out. And they all leave in synchronous fashion out their driveways. Uh, The men are uh, (laughs) Terry Styles and then Nick Kroll is married to Olivia Wilde in this movie, uh, who's the neighbor. They are neighbors to uh, Harry Styles and Florence Pugh. Uh, There's some other actresses and actors that I recognize, but they're sort of like character bit players that you wouldn't necessarily know. That guy from Veep, isn't it? Yeah, the Jonah from Veep is uh, the doctor for the Victory Corporation. And anyway, anyway, over time. Uh, there's one of their neighbors who's the, uh, the black girl in the neighborhood. She has like a mental breakdown and everyone's like, what the hell is going on here? And that's sort of when Florence Pugh's character starts to realize that things aren't all what they seem. You know, there's the eggs are hollow. Yeah. That was the thing I was touched on earlier that I said was like kind of unearned is that like, there's nothing to end. The only thing that happens to indicate that something weird is happening is that there's like a random earthquake that happens yep. and they have to hold everything steady. But there's other the than that, there's never anything to indicate that anything should be wrong. And so Florence Pugh is just like making dinner or whatever the hell she's doing. And yep. she just looks at this egg funny and then she just decides to crush it. And I'm like, what would possess you to do that? Nothing. Uh, if everything is idyllic, then nothing. Yeah, there's the eggs. There's, she sees a plane crash. That's later, though. In the middle of the desert uh, when she's out on a shopping trip. Uh, and she walks into the desert where no one's supposed to go. And this is where, when their, their neighbor went, she started to go crazy after she went out there. She finds the Victory headquarters. She touches it. Um, well, I guess that, that we're starting to get to the twist there. But anyway, <laughs> it's, it's all this, like... Before before we get to the actual twist itself, it takes forever. Like, there's always the bit of like in the movie like this where yes, the main character starts to notice things, but she notices them and notices them and notices them and notices. Like, there's the eggs, there's the plane, there's the windows coming in on her, there's her her neighbor who she sees jump off the roof and die. Uh. There's the other thing about how all of the couples have like similar or the same honeymoon stories. Mm-hmm. One of her neighbors has been pregnant for like 20 years. Um, so many other things. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the main inciting incident in the middle portion there is when their neighbor gives uh, Florence Pugh a phone call. She goes and sees her. She's jumped off the roof and dies. And then the, these company men in jumpsuits all take everybody away and like, uh, Florence Pugh just wakes up from a long nap, uh, confused. Uh, Harry Styles is burning dinner. Uh, <laughs> they all go to a special that's, dinner. That's, I think, something that they kind of nailed is that if there's one person on this earth who could be just so goddamn charming that, like, he's trying to do a nice thing, but he's actually just, like, burning fucking carrots, like, it's yeah. Harry Styles. Uh, and it's just these things are slowly unraveling. And now Florence Pugh is starting to sound like a crazy person herself. So they're trying to give her these medicines to keep her down or whatever, or suppress whatever she's feeling. Um, we get little bits and pieces. Well, I guess before we go off to, to that part, was there anything about this buildup that like, did you get frustrated with how long it was taking? Cause I, I certainly did sort of, I mean the, the there's lots of like jump, be cuts yeah. where it's like you're seeing the same like dance routine over again or like you're watching something on TV over again and it's like what am i actually seeing i it didn't feel super long to me because i think i was just kind of hyper fixated on like what are the clues that i'm needing to look out for what are the things that i need to like remember like easter eggs almost that'll help put the pieces together later or or prove mm. that like this is what they were saying all along yeah almost kind of like wandavision like when yeah when like the red helicopter shows up in wandavision like okay what does that mean what does that connect to all the, all those sorts of the, things the thing that i i skipped that we really start to get that is when she does she sees the plane crash in the desert and we have this 
flash of like the the one woman's son had a red plane. Yes. And so you think, oh, is there a connection there? Never followed up on. Never followed up. Uh, <laughs> she uh, Florence Pugh goes again up that hill, finds this mirrored building, the the headquarters. She touches it, and that's when she starts to have these hallucinations of like these dancers and this eyeball and all this just weird. I, I, you sort. Do we see this stuff at the very beginning of the movie? I don't remember. We see the one something. thing that does, does that is constant through it is the da 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 da, da that she hums yeah. throughout all of that, which I kept trying to make into a thing. Right, and and so eventually she wakes up and she keeps going to these dance classes. Um, where for what? Like to, it's to keep the women fit. Like it's it's dumb. It's 1950s America. The the housewives got to stay fit and then make their husbands dinner and clean the house and you know, um. And so she starts to have these hallucinations that, again, it's just these little bits that plop in forever. And it's like, what does any of this mean? It wasn't like I'm interested at first, but the more that you keep doing this and not telling us what's going on, the more frustrated I became of like, OK, I get it. It's interesting. What are we doing? Yeah. And a lot of it is just I mean, it, on so many levels, it's not even just like with plot. It has to do with like people. Yeah. Like, who is the neighbor? Like, what the hell happened to her kid? Mm -hmm. Who is Chris Pine? I mean, the only instances we know about Chris Pine is that allegedly he's like, as you said, he's like the leader of the Victory Project. Mm -hmm. Which and they that, don't like, really explain what the Victory Project is Nobody like crosses him. Mm -hmm. He's married to oh Gemma my, Chan. Gemma Chan. Um, and then um, like prior to anything like significant, he like has a barbecue at his house that right. Alice and Jack go and hook up in their bedroom and he comes in and looks and then like right. goes away. <laughs> like now, now is the time to talk about the hooking up. <laughs> like I said before. I mean, that's a generous, like a, a very G rated way of putting that. Harry Styles has more makeout scenes than he does actual spoken lines for a good portion of the movie. He eventually starts to talk more, but like he comes home one day uh -huh. to a fully cooked meal mm -hmm. and then just starts like, <laughs> so the other thing that's odd and we're she's we're not really diving straight in on it i say making out it starts as making out it never leads to actual sex what it always leads to is harry styles giving oral sex to florence Pugh. florence Pugh, going down on her several times that first one was like this is what i'm witnessing yeah, My goodness. yeah. He throws her on the on the kitchen table with a perfectly good roast. Like, what the they, fuck, Harry? Come th on. And it's not like <laughs> it's not like in this town. I haven't seen them like, oh, we well, we've messed up dinner. Let's go have McDonald's. <laughs> like, I don't think that exists <laughs> no. in this world. Um, and again, we'll we'll touch on this when we get to the actual plot twist. Whose fantasy is this supposed to be? Get back to it. Yeah, it's we, it's confusing. It connects later. It's it, it it's a real big question that I have towards the end of it. <laughs> um, but it's just like they go down, like they're they're getting into it, and Chris Pine just sort of nods and like knowingly. And it's that's, not even like an attaboy thing because the person he makes eye contact with is Florence Pugh. Yeah, and that is never uh, brought back up ever again. Never. Um, well, no, one time later at the big dinner. Yes, right. But even still, it's like there's so much other shit happening at that point. It's inconsequential. Yeah. Um, we get to... Eventually, there's a big victory company function <laughs> where Florence Pugh is really starting to break down. She's not having to... She wants to leave this place and, and go forever. Harry Styles is committed to being there. And as sort of a way, I think, because Chris Pine sees this happening, he brings Harry Styles up on stage and gets him to dance like a puppet for him. Gives him a promotion. Gives him a promotion. And then for like five minutes, Harry Styles is like dancing and dripping in sweat, and doing this is, some freaking tap show. This is intercut between Florence Pugh running to the bathroom and having like a mental breakdown. Where she confides with Olivia Wilde, who is very unsympathetic to... Right. She's her claims. Basically telling her to relax, calm yeah, down. Like, yeah, yeah. Get over it. Um, so that's a, again, it, it, it's, it's such a scene that, uh, it, it, you know, everyone takes notice of it. But it's a way to sort of apologize and really 
to start moving this plot forward. Uh, <laughs> they invite Chris Pine and a bunch of other people over for a dinner party. And it's at this dinner party where we finally get some real conflict for for friggin once in this movie where Chris Pine and Florence Pugh have this mental toe to toe of she knows that there's something wrong. He under he knows he's in control. He knows that she's like starting to figure something out. And so he wants he her to like, like challenge. He her, even her. accepts her, her awareness and challenges her. And then when yeah. she, she accepts the challenge and like meets him at that level, it all goes to hell. And it's like, what, what, what is this? Yeah. It's, she's trying to, she's, she thinks she's figured it out. She thinks she's again, like this movie thinks she's really smart and is going to tell us all what's going on. And she's like trying to dress down Chris Pine. And all he does is start to basically gaslight her into thinking, no, yeah. you're, you're crazy. You're delusional. Why would you think that? This is when she starts pointing out to everybody. Where did you guys meet? Where, Where did you guys meet? Where, Where are was you your from? Honeymoon? Right. And it's all the same story. Oh, we grabbed a ticket on a train in Boston and we're all from Philadelphia. And you know, we all went to honeymoon and, yeah, they, Michigan or they something. sense like weirdness, but the other people don't necessarily buy into they they don't want to. Oh, there's also like another like a newly arrived neighbor that's yes. there. So they don't want to like alienate and, Chris and Pine or whatever, whatever. Once I'm thinking about it now, it makes a little more sense again when we get to the twist of the women are all sort of like. Programmed almost. And the men are kind of like jovially talking about like, yeah, oh, oh, you look, you got those stairs. Whoa, that's kind of cool. And it's like, what is going on? Uh, anyway, this convinces Florence Pugh that she's truly having a mental breakdown. Uh, Harry Styles tricks her into getting caught by the, the company people and they take her to some electroshock therapy. Um, where we again see the hallucinations and the visions. Basically, she's getting reset. Um, and it's during this electroshock therapy that we get the twist. Victory and everything that's going on the is victory fake. project is a fake world. We have this whole sequence of Florence Pugh in the real world as a surgeon in a hospital doing going through like a daily routine. And you're like, what the hell is kind of. Is this like something she's just imagining in her head? Because we're still thinking that the victory is real to some degree. Um, she gets home. Harry Styles is a deadbeat. He's an American. He doesn't have a British accent. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll get there. He's disheveled and just a deadbeat and not doing anything to. He's getting on her after having like a long day and whatever. And when this happened, what were you thinking? What, what was your thought of this first toe into the twist? I don't know. It was a lot to process because I was trying to, I was just trying to make sense of it all at this point. Like, honestly, my first <laughs> thought was, is, are we making Harry Styles a QAnon guy? Well, we, right. We, I don't know if we get that part in that first flashback, oh, I don't but remember. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The, 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 the twist, the twist is that Chris Pine in the real world is some sort of like leader of the incels podcast guy. Yeah. He does podcasts on YouTube or whatever. And Harry Styles. Is it, is he like akin to like a Joe Rogan type or. Yeah. I'd say he's more like a, like an Andrew Tate. Do you know who that oof, is? Oof, um, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Where he is saying like, you know, the men need to reclaim their masculinity, mm -hmm. need to be in control. And we, we can create this perfect world for you to live in. And, and Harry Styles as this like complete beta male that isn't the breadwinner, <laughs> isn't interesting, doesn't do anything for himself. And, you know, whereas like you have this A plus uh, partner in yeah. Florence Pugh, who's beautiful and a surgeon and on top of shit and, you know, yeah. successful. Uh, and basically what happens is what we see is he drugs Florence Pugh puts her under and then there's this hypnosis thing where they have to like peel their eyes open and like this machine Very clockwork orange that sends them into this virtual world where it's been this idyllic created thing that these people all get to live in and so this is where I ask this is supposed to be Harry Styles's fantasy 
Yeah. Of creating this perfect world for them to live in. Yeah. Where he is the breadwinner. Did it and for she you. is the yes. It did it all for you. Oh. <sighs> well, so so she but here's the thing. So they re they basically they reset her. Yes. And she goes back into victory. Yes. And like it's it's pointless because she she buys She's, into it for like for like ten, yeah. ten minutes maybe. I think this is also where I started to get frustrated because like you sort of reveal the twist and then we go back and again have to go through the whole She's noticing things are weird. Yeah. Again. And it's just, and then she just like, she realizes it all over again. And that's when like the climactic thing happens at the end. And you learn the, I mean, you do learn a very interesting thing about Olivia Wilde's character and that not every single person involved with the victory project is there against their will. Mm -hmm. Olivia Wilde's character has spent a majority of the time kind of just like enjoying her life and complaining, but you know, being grateful that her kids are there. Right. Um, and she is actually one of the people there who is there by choice. She, because knows, she knows what's going on. She knows what's going on. She's there by choice because it's the only opportunity for her to get to be with her children who in reality are dead. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah lovely sort of because again this is supposed to create an idyllic world for everybody and uh harry styles is trying he thinks that florence Pugh is miserable in real life when it's not that she's miserable because of her life she's miserable because of his ass she's miserable because she's busy all the time and he is and he sucks yeah uh they do a really good job of making him harry styles who is considered a very attractive person yeah making him not attractive. Yeah. So this is all a simulation. Uh, and <laughs> I and don't want to say it was all a dream, but. <laughs> but so once Florence Pugh realizes this in victory, she there's a, oh, a tussle. Important context, though, when they show her in the real world mm -hmm. where she's part of this hypnosis, she is strapped to a bed. Strapped her to the bed. wrists are tied down. Yes. Worth noting. Proceed. She's yeah, she's strapped down looking at the ceiling and the the things that are taking them into the simulation are the hallucinations she's been seeing of the eyeball and the dancers and the, the song. It's almost and, like the, the transition tunnel almost. Right. Um in the in the once she finds out there's a there's a yelling match and Al or uh, Alice, that's her actual name. I keep reading the Wikipedia. <laughs> uh Florence Pugh gets mad and she ends up killing Harry Styles. Yeah. Um, well, I think honestly he was about to, or trying to kill her. And if you way. die in the simulation, the, if the men die in the simulation, they die in real life <laughs> is what they say. They don't say that about the women. Why? I don't know. Uh, so then Florence Pugh gets in the car. She's driving. She's going to go to the headquarters and like she's got to get out of there. Uh, a car chase ensues. Which is kind of crazy. Again, these men seemingly dying. I guess, yeah. <laughs> in chasing her, she they they there's like car crashes and all sorts of of oh god, uh, what the fuck? You know they're telling her that she's she's trying to get away. She's being chased. Car chase, car chase, car chase. She gets up to the to the 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 headquarters again. She's gonna touch it so she can wake up and all of get our back answers are about to be. We're gonna get revealed. all of her questions. It's Gemma Chan the whole time. Well, because during the chase scene, Chris Pine's alerted to it. And Gemma Chan stabs him. <laughs> what does she say? Like, it's my, it's my turn, turn now. <laughs> and she just stabs him. She, again, seemingly is also in on it. She understands what's going on here. I say so, Gemma Chan was, it was Gemma Chan the whole time. That is just me being silly. Like, because there was no that is literally that. not answered at all. There was no buildup to that. Like, wh why would that happen? Why would she, what did she have against him? What was wrong? She was defending him. What is... Gemma Chan is here. such a big, not, I mean, I don't want to say big, big she's but she's a she star of a Marvel movie. She was in a Marvel movie. She's in Crazy Rich Asians, yeah. which is one of the, one of the recent hits within the last five years. She's a, she's a big she's, star. She is a name. Yes. And she is reduced to like three scenes in this movie. She was on the friggin' press tour. She's just like, her character is loyal wife to Chris Pine for two scenes. And then she stabs him unprovoked yeah and he dies i guess uh anyway that's intercut in this chase scene she gets to the top of the hill she's gonna get in she's gonna go to the real world we're gonna find out what's really going on and she touches the 
the building and the movie ends. The, there's like, well, there's like cutscenes. There's the dancing again. There's all these things. Then you see like a quick flash of Florence Pugh with regular lighting in regular clothes, spinning around, dancing happily. And then the movie ends. Yeah, the Wikipedia, and I don't remember this happening. It says Alice wakes up in the real world gasping for air. I don't remember that happening because that would have been better than what I remember, which was she touches the thing, the visions happen, cuts to black. Olivia Wilde put that on the Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. what, what's this quotation here? Cited? Oh, Wilde? <laughs> that is when I said, fuck this movie. It's, it's, it really is an, a, a beautiful setting, an interesting concept that is executed with the vigor of a sad, wet fart. <laughs> it just, it just stops. Like you're racing to this climactic conclusion and like you've unveiled, okay, this is all a conspiracy and it's all happening in the real world and you got to get out of there and you got to save yourself because if, because they also say when she's leaving, you got to get back to your body because they're going to come for you. They make it implicit that they know like who these people are. So like, if you try to escape, they will come for you in the real world and kill you. Okay. But we don't You don't see, see that. it. Okay, and but this let's wind up wind sure. rewind real quick. Take a step back. If that's true, I mean, okay, I'm also gonna bring in some points brought up by our YouTuber person, Dan Morell, who makes some interesting points in his review. <laughs> he had a whole list. If okay, so she has to get back to her body mm-hmm. because they'll They'll, they'll find her and they'll kill her. What, oh, so she does get back to her body. Let's say that is something we do see. She's strapped down to, strapped the, to the bed. bed. What also, is she going to do? She's supposedly a prominent surgeon that's been strapped Why didn't in nobody her... see that she was gone? Nobody, nobody went to go find her in her own apartment living there for Seriously? however long she was gone. And yeah, uh, so the other thing is Harry Styles and all the men, they go off to this, to the Victory Project to work and essentially what they're doing is they're paying to be in the simulation by working what are they doing how much does it cost what like again what what are are the rumbles and if they're under the whole time how are they eating how are they pooping how are they like (laughs) like how are you existing yeah because you're not going in and out there's nothing to indicate that there is like nutrients being transmitted no. to them nothing it's, it's not like the matrix where you're plugged in and you got like a feeding tube going on i'm willing to admit that maybe part of this is like pulling on the thread a little too much but like the the movie begs these questions and no they are not I, I agree it's it's ridiculous it's it's ridiculous, it's ridiculous and frustrating because like like I said, this movie takes so long about reminding you that, yes, something's things wrong. Here's the you thing. You need to cut out half of that buildup, put the twist in the dead center of the movie, because that's when the, that's when the movie starts. Yeah. Like, yeah, all, this, all the, the interesting stuff is part of the thriller aspect of it. But, like, the question, you don't start asking the real questions about what's going on until after that twist occurs. And the twist occurs three quarters of the way through the movie. Yeah, it's just, I think back to Nicole Kidman's Stepford Wives, which, spoilers for no Nicole Kidman's Stepford Wives, um, you know, the main guy, the Chris Pine of that movie is Christopher Walken, and the Gemma Chan of that movie is Glenn Close. And you find out later on that the women get turned into robots, and then the, that's the whole secret of Stepford. And the... <laughs> the the twist is that Christopher Walken himself is a robot and it was actually Glenn Close the yeah. whole time which right. like okay Incredible. great phenomenal twist it 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 explains so many things blah 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 whatever there was none of that in this and that it, mm-hmm. it just ugh. like another movie that I know Olivia Wilde uh connected this to was The Matrix and <laughs> I haven't even seen The Matrix and I'm laughing at that comment for being absolute batshit. The Matrix, yes, you know, uh, Mr. Anderson is living in a simulation, quote unquote, and he has to be awoken. If it took three quarters of The Matrix to get Neo into the goddamn Matrix, that movie would be 
awful. <laughs> awful. Like, imagine, imagine a, a world where, like, the because the in this, in this version, the Matrix would be a thing where Neo wakes up at the end, <laughs> oh, and God. and that would be terrible because you wouldn't get all the cool Matrix stuff. Uh, or like, this is also similar to the Truman Show, where you know he's living in this fantasy world and he eventually comes up to it and escapes. Yes, he escapes at the very end, but like that's the buildup is to him escaping because he's already figured out the plot and the twist halfway through then the rest of the movie is about figuring out how to get out and go live your life this is not that this is something that just begets question upon question upon question about how does any of this work how are these people alive and why did jim a chance stab chris pine like yeah i don't know ugh. wild just just insane and again like we're gonna get into the rest of it uh in a minute but when this movie had the fervor around it that it did mm -hmm. that one it was gonna be such a thriller and oh there was all this stuff going on on set you're expecting a truly crazy viewing experience and it it falls way short yeah. of that i will say be i did give it a very soft thumbs up because i was i was invested i was ready to like go on this ride and figure it out and it i was gripped the entire time yeah so i was like I, I mean, that's that's a plus on my end, maybe just for my personal viewing experience. The other plus is also, of course, being the visuals in Florence Pugh. But I just it like the story, the writing, the the assumptions of it all. Like, it's just. Yeah, it's tough. Like just reading, skimming over the reviews here is just like story when it comes to people actually talking about the story of the film. like. It has a lot of great ideas and the the twist is you're either going to love the twist or you're going to hate it. And then once you get through the, the the rest of that movie is pretty split in terms of like, do you like it or not? And I, I think the chase at the end is thrilling, but like this, not that I really wanted this movie to be longer, but this is a movie that the twist needed to be moved up so you could have more time at the end to show the real world to us. So it's just. This, this, it's a frustrating movie. It's <laughs> overly frustrating because it's a movie that asks or not. It, it, I don't even think it asks questions. It presents a situation to which has no answers and only questions. And sometimes that can be interesting where like you're spending the time after like, man, I wonder what really happened. Oh, is that what do you think? Yeah, happened but there's here? context clues along the way that like, it's like a Taylor Swift Easter egg, you know, like it, it yeah. you figure it out because it makes sense based off of like actual fact that happened before. And it's not like it's one of those things that's open to interpretation sort of ending. Cause like when it ends, you can, it's not like a, it's not like the Sopranos, for example, where like it cuts to black and you're like, wait, did he live? Did he die? And that spawns a discussion forever. This is okay. She got out. Then what? Yeah. And this movie, it, it, this is also this is, isn't a movie like like the matrix that was going to set up sequels like there's not gonna <laughs> be a don't worry darling too there never was going to be just because that's not the way the movie is made it's just not the, the how it's presented right um and do you think ultimately this is the type of movie olivia wilde should be making like, does she have the skills to direct a movie of this nature? Or is she better at kind of the the indie film, like the like the book smart type I that we saw know. her do? I I wanna give her credit because there's a lot of it I I don't know. I just I don't I th see this is the thing where I I my like kind of dark spot when it comes to this kind of stuff is that where is the line between who makes the decisions of this kind of stuff? Is it the director or the writer? Like we can shit on it all, all we want about how the story is absolute nonsense. How much of that is up to Olivia Wilde or is that, is that more of like the writer's responsibility or is it Olivia Wilde's responsibility to say writers fix this? This is a mess, you know? So it is tricky. I don't, I don't, I, 
I just I think this one uh, ultimately I think this one's this one's a this one's a strike. Book yeah. smart was a ball. <laughs> you know, if I, in baseball terms. Yeah, I I just she doesn't have a handle on like this this movie could have been really good. I really do think there's the bones and the technical abilities of the of the of the creative staff to make this a very good movie. I just don't know that Olivia Wilde has the all the tools in the toolbox yet to do this. Like if if this was a Jordan Peele movie, I think this gets much, like the the elements of tension and twist get more delicately put into place. Where I think well, Olivia Wilde are high Jordan Peele's right in that one too. Well, sure, but I just don't think like Olivia Wilde didn't. This isn't this isn't for her yet. Maybe she can get to a movie like this. Yeah. But like, this was a big swing by her, and she yeah. missed. And she, I think I think she really missed. Yeah. That's in terms of the directing I, aspect of it. I liked it. I liked it more than I thought. That's not yeah. to say that I loved it. I'm not about to watch it. I'm not even about to recommend that you you watch it. Maybe just to like see what all the hubbub's about but yeah, I, I i think when it comes to like watching this movie i think this is one that you definitely had to see in the moment <laughs> yeah like, there this movie will have no legs if anything it'll just be like a harry styles fan yeah. wanting to get their fix that's sort of what i mean because like the 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 fervor of the offset stuff has come and gone yeah and I, so like and how much you, of that is fueled by crazy harry styles fans yeah like i i know even in the small crowd that i had there was a group of girls that were behind me that were definitely there to watch Harry Styles and not really the rest of the movie. Uh, and it, you could tell just by the reaction. Um, but this is a movie that like, if you pick it up without context in a year or two years, is it going to have the same, are you going to have the same reactions to it that we have right now? I don't know if you would. I think you might just be like, ah, that wasn't it. And then just move on because yeah. it's not, it's not worth discussing in any longer format, but. Um, oh yeah. Anyway, so that's the. Let's be done with this. That's the movie. Let's get to the production. <laughs> the drama. So as we discussed, <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of non-film-related storylines associated with this film plenty of other to dive into there is a whole section on the wikipedia that says onset conflicts Mm. i haven't scrolled through all of them to get to any offset conflicts but the main one being is that shia labeouf was supposed to be harry styles character in this movie and was very publicly quote unquote fired because Olivia Wilde was insistent that she had a no assholes policy on her movie sets, which because it wasn't it something where he he didn't want to do the uh, rehearsals. I don't I don't remember the specifics. It was it like, was basically characterized as like poor behavior and then just like not getting along with cast and crew. And like Olivia Wilde's whole like um, spin on it is that he, she fired him as a way to like protect Florence Pugh from his BS or whatever. He and then he would later claim that he quit. Yeah, he, he quit threatened. and then actually released video of a FaceTime with Olivia Wilde where she's like begging him to come back or something like that and isn't this where the miss flow came from i think so was that part it, I th- it's either that or an interview i don't remember it's really foggy something There's about she was being condescending on. about well we'll work with miss flow to make it to make this work for you yeah and obviously shia labeouf doesn't end up in this movie but you that was what? like the per- that was the like the professional conflict of it was this yeah there was a lot of there's a lot of social conflict the the professional conflict is probably the least interesting part this was filmed i believe summer of 2021 i don't know when that in the timeline that matches up with when olivia wilde gets together with harry styles when jason sudeikis and her split up principal photography began october 26 2020 
and wrapped February 13th, 2021. So the the bulk of it went through 2021. Yeah, it was temporarily halted in November after some positive COVID, COVID tests. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like I said at the top of the show, if you follow Dumois on Instagram, there were reports very early on that there was there was tension between Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde and some people even going as far as to say that Olivia Wilde would just disappear for hours and Florence Pugh was left to take directorial reins on this movie um whether or not that's true I have no idea I'm I mean the inconsistency of a lot of it and just like the just the not bizarreness but like just i don't know i don't know it's it's a mess i mean we we kind of covered all the stuff that happened during the production harry styles and olivia wilde hook up a lot offset we we assume that obviously because they're together did florence Pugh hook up with harry styles for fuck's sake i hope she did because she was with friggin zach braff at the time yeah. Like, yikes. But Go hook up with Harry Styles. Do yourself a favor. Her friendship with Zach Braff is also part of the reason that she didn't like Olivia Wilde, right? Because Zach Braff is friends well, with Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, she's, she's friends with Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, God, it's, it's yeah. tough. So when, it's they, when they were on set, whip. Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh clashed a lot, uh, it, it reportedly having a very long screaming match, to which Warner Bros. executives had to literally, like, mediate over um sure i buy it and then that uh, so there I mean, is the, there's forward. the, the personal bits of it because fast like fast forward through all for, of that for for people that aren't initiated jason sudeikis and olivia wilde used to be married no they were they were they were only engaged but they have two okay. children two children engaged they split uh and how long after the split did she start dating Harry Styles? Very shortly after. Less, less than a year. I would even say less than six months. Which left a sour taste in everybody's mouth because like, everybody likes Jason Sudeikis. He's Ted Lasso. He's Ted Lasso. He's the guy from SNL. He's fun. He's great. Uh, and so people started to turn on Olivia Wilde because of that. And then you get this movie where Shia LaBeouf drops out. And who's that walking to the door? Oh, is that Olivia Wilde's boyfriend to play the guy that is on set making out with the lead actress all movie long i don't like he's i don't think his acting was very good i think he is when you watch him on screen especially that first 30 to 45 minutes he is there for the purpose of being a hot man and making out i don't think they were together before the film started you don't oh is that right i'm not I, i don't know the timelines but i don't think they were together either way it's like as i mentioned that i don't I'm trying to imagine Shia LaBeouf in that part. And I, I know it doesn't work. Like he's a better actor, but like in terms of his charisma, yeah, his on screen, like fast forward through anyway. like all of that, which is just like he said, she said, she said, whatever said. The movie let's, got made. <laughs> let the movie got made. Let's move forward to like friggin' marketing this thing where it got all said and done. It got a 14 minute standing ovation at the Venice film festival, which to be fair, what didn't get a standing ovation at the Venice film festival based on what I understand. That's actually a smaller standing ovation than some other movies got. Yeah. But like every friggin' movie did. And it's like, right. they can't all be good. Yeah. I think that's just a European film festival because they do it <laughs> a can too. And it's like, why would yeah. you stand up and clap for that long? There's, for anything? there's, there was massive hysteria because Florence Pugh did not do any press. Right. For this movie, which is unheard of. It's almost at this point, it's included in contracts that you have to do a percentage or like a set amount of hours of press for a film that you're in. Um, and for her to just be like, hell no, I'm not doing that. What, like, wow. Honestly, wow. It's almost unheard of at yeah, this point. For an actress of her stature. Yeah. To be again the leading character of this film and, and not, not do any press not for do it. Any like, press she did, for it. I mean, good for her. She didn't have to deal with like Jimmy Fallon's antics or whatever. Yeah. Like, but she did show up to she did show up to the Venice Film Festival. She did walk the red carpet. She was very friendly and very social with everyone 
but Olivia Wilde, which like everyone knew was going to happen anyway. Yeah. Still the cold shoulder. The weirdness of Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles on the red carpet was noteworthy as well. But like, it was very obvious that the cast was like, oh my God, Flores is here. Yay. Are they still together? They are still together. Okay. She was just seen having a blast at his show at the forum the other night. Sure. Um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah. The interviews, the, the interviews the... for this movie are rough because yeah. Harry Styles is saying stupid stuff like it's a movie that feels like a movie. Okay. Yep. Chris Pine staring off into space. Like Chris Pine clearly I get it. hated all of this. Yeah. Like it just he wanted to, to be a million miles away. Yeah. Then we get to Spitgate. God. <laughs> the, the, so the way the video works is they're walking in to sit down at the Venice Festival, right? Mm-hmm. And Chris Pine is sat. Uh, Harry Styles comes in wearing an, an obnoxious suit. Uh, I don't know if that's really relevant, but okay. It's not, but I just, I felt it was obnoxious. Uh, in the video, he's like turned around and goes to like, he turns towards Chris Pine and Chris Pine like immediately stops clapping and looks down in his lap. And it just. Yeah. And then he just looks up like he has this look on his face like, oh my God, what? Yeah. And super sleuths on the internet. This think was like that- 48 hours of like, did, <laughs> yeah. did Harry Styles just spit on Chris Pine? Yeah. There's like super sleuths on the internet that think that like, as like right before Chris Pine makes that face. Harry Styles does something with his jaw. Yeah, it kind of purses his slash, lips. Slash his mouth. That yeah. would imply that he spat on Chris Pine's shoulder. Why would he do that? What, like, <laughs> what is the beef between those two? We don't know. There's, well, there were this, multiple angles that came out. And it was like, oh, his came, head was nowhere near that. Like, this it came just, after the Harry Styles interview with him, right? Because that was, the first clip was... Because Chris Pine's sitting in on the interview with Harry Styles, talking like a moron about how movies are made. Uh, and Chris Pine is just like... Well, it was Ugh. after the red carpet. So uh, people were theorizing that like, oh, Harry Styles was defending Olivia Wilde because Chris Pine was so buddy-buddy with Florence Pugh on the red carpet. And it's like, okay, then why don't you go spit on Nick Kroll too? Funnily enough, though, I just read like literally yesterday that Nick Kroll had like no idea that any i mean anyone can say anything these days but he said he is claiming that he had no idea that any of this drama was happening until florence showed up to the red carpet which i don't totally buy nick kroll is somebody that's like online yeah but i feel like maybe he's kind of just like wrapped up in his own things and he wasn't like necessarily there all the time on set to kind of see that stuff and he's not going to be in the same press rooms with florence Pugh or with Whatever. He's going to be with like the B team. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it, he wouldn't have known otherwise that Florence P wasn't even there. I guess so. Um, but again, the, the luckily we found a secondary angle of the, the video. verdict is he was nowhere close <laughs> to even spitting on him. And like, the fact that like Chris Pine <laughs> had to issue a statement. <laughs> Yeah. honestly i think what actually happened i think it was just his agent but yeah same, honestly same i think what just happened was that like he clearly was having a spacey brain day week <laughs> yeah. whatever he was not fully present jet lag didn't want to be he, there whatever he looks down and i'm i guarantee you he just like saw that his sunglasses were in his crotch and said oh that's where i put those and then was and then looked up feeling like oh god i'm so stupid you know that I, no that's idea. what I'm guessing what happened. No idea, but it just it made this movie the outsized event that it became. Otherwise, I think it comes out and it's like it's an interesting movie, but it it doesn't demand the amount of discussion that it got. No, we talked about this movie for literally an hour now. Yeah, again, a movie the, you didn't even like. No, the the movie made me mad, but like I would have seen it, but I it just. I think in larger terms, like regular people wouldn't know about this. They only knew about it because they know Harry Styles and they know Florence Pugh and there was fireworks. So. Yeah, pretty much. But anyway, that was a talk on Don't Worry, Darling. Don't. What a movie that uh, I actively hated after I saw it. 
I didn't hate it while I was watching it, but as soon as it ended, I hated it. It's frustrating. We've discussed, but thank you so much for listening to our babble about this movie. Um, Like, subscribe, all of the things. Please follow us on Instagram, a.z underscore movie review. Twitter, a underscore z underscore movie review. Um, Again, if you go to the feed right now, you'll find our catch up on a couple things. Super Pets, Bullet Train. Um, You can listen to all of our old discussions about plenty of movies we've seen. Um, and then we're going to have another in this batch, uh, on the movie bros, the gay romantic comedy from Billy Eichner that just came out, uh, for a dollar. How much did you, I'm just going <laughs> to Chris Evans or Chris Pine name a woman. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get to that. And then coming soon, black Adam ticket to paradise. We got so much coming up. Uh, thank you for listening and we'll see you at the movies. <laughs>